We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ouch. Ouch. That one was a roller coaster. <laughs> What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? Welcome to the Six Man Show Post Game Live presented by Rockham. Uh, Magic lose 131 to 129 in Dallas. A game, when you look at the schedule, you chalk it up as a scheduled loss. You know, second night of a back to back when Dallas hadn't played since Saturday. So you're like, you know, probably going to lose there. You go out there and you dominate for a half. You fall apart in the third. You come back in the fourth. You make it interesting down the end in the stretch, and um, and then you just you just lose. You just lose. Rough, sad, uh, but it is what it is. It's part of basketball, part of the NBA season. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Six Man Show Post Game Live. I'm producer Kevin. Glad you're here. Uh, the Six Man Show Post Game Live is brought to you by Rockham. Rockham is a place to sell socks and underwear from some of your favorite sports teams. And uh, pop culture brands and all those kinds of fun things. And they're a company that's based in Central Florida, in Orlando, just down the road from Kia Center. And they're sponsors of our show. We're really pumped to have them this season. We're big fans of Rock'em. Rock'em are big fans of the six-man show. And so we always want to encourage our viewers and our listeners to shop at rock'em.com. And when you do, please use that code MAGIC20 because it'll get you 20% off of your order. And it helps out the six-man show as well. So if you like this podcast, you like our show, and you want some cool socks or some cool underwear, Shop at rock'em.com and use that code MAGIC20 all season long. All right, chat. Man, that one. Just a roller coaster, wasn't it? Like, first half, we're flying high, feeling good. Second half, or really the third quarter, was maybe the worst quarter of the season for this team. And the fourth quarter was not horrible. I thought the Magic played okay in the fourth quarter. Made some big plays. I, 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 I can't get through this show without mentioning how painful it is to face Luka Doncic and the officiating that comes with him. But then you add to that tonight, freaking Tim Hardaway Jr., who I thought was really annoying tonight. (laughs) Like, good grief. That was frustrating. Okay, chat. Let's talk about this. Luster Zaria says, that complete debacle in the third quarter was the reason this game got away from us. We just couldn't stop the bleeding. Yeah. Yesterday, we were celebrating a 31-13 fourth quarter in favor of the Magic over the Suns. Tonight, 
the third quarter was 35 to 12 in favor of the Mavs, even worse than our 31-13 quarter from last night. Rough. Rough. Captain Turtz says, please no one praise Anthony Black yet another game with zero assists. I'm assuming this is some kind of joke that I'm missing. Yeah, whoosh right over my head if that's a joke. If that's serious, that's that is highly questionable. <laughs> Oh, man. Thanks, Praises. As I always try to keep it positive, but man, the minutes restrictions are just so frustrating. What what changed from the first half to the second half? Class, anybody know? You can't say it didn't contribute. You cannot say not having Jonathan Isaac in the second half did not contribute to that absolute collapse. Crazy, man. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Sean says Luca treadmill. <laughs> oh goodness. Um, Rom says, why not play Isaac for just a little bit to stop the momentum? This is on Mosley. Rom, it is not. It has nothing to do with Jamal Mosley. Jamal Mosley is not the one restricting Jonathan Isaac's minutes. Okay. I can promise you if Jamal Mosley or if Jonathan Isaac was available for Jamal Mosley, Jamal Mosley would be playing. Jonathan Isaac in that second half. That is an order from the people above Jamal Mosley that tell him, hey, he can play the first half. That is how this works. It sucks. It sucks. I hate it. But it is a reality, and it is not on Jamal Mosley. Rom also said the refs suck. That is true. That was a foul on Luca DiPaolo. Should have been a tie. I don't know which one you're talking about. It might have been the the Paolo jumper on the left baseline. Oh no, sorry. You're talking about the dunk. You're talking about when 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 Paolo went to the rim and Luca swiped down. Okay, that one. Yes, also true. <laughs> there were two really bad missed calls on Paolo today. One was a left baseline jumper. I don't remember who it was. Maybe Grant Williams. Somebody got into him as he's taking the jumper. It was so obvious and egregious. And if it was Luca, it would have been called. Then you had the the dunk that you're referring to, Rom. Very late in the game, where it looked like Luca swiped down. It's it's hard to tell. I didn't see an angle that was super definitive. It was like, oh yeah, he made contact with Powell's arm. Maybe you guys did. But either way, those are two calls that, that Luca gets every time. Every single time. Uh Dennis says only Wagner bros seem to know how to play against the zone. Yeah, they do a pretty good job with that. Uh Dennis also says, and uh, someone else, Rom also said it, was talking about the the four free throws and possession. I know it sucks, but it is that that is that is the rule. It sucks because Cole committed the foul. That's your that's the personal foul, which is two free throws. They were in the bonus. Then Wendell committed the flagrant foul after they already blew the whistle for the personal foul. And a flagrant foul is two free throws and the ball. And all of that gets combined. So four free throw, four free throws and the ball, which really sucks because it ends up being a two-point game. But weird. Weird. Oh man. Uh let's see here. Yeah, more people talking about that. Four free throw plus possession. Plus the ball possession. That was rough. Ajori B says, this team still hasn't learned how to beat his own defense. The difference maker in this game was one coach made adjustments and the other didn't. Yeah, yeah, I think part of that's fair. That third quarter was, we had 12 minutes to try something. 
and we just couldn't get anything going in that third quarter. That was that was awful. Which it, it's interesting because actually I'm gonna look this up really fast. The the first oh excuse me almost died there. <coughs> the first loss uh, against Dallas earlier this season. I gotta look this up. The first loss against Dallas at home was a horrible loss. It was our I believe it was our first home loss of the season. But it was a really like the game was bad. I believe it was in November. Let's see here. I'm gonna try to find this game. Because I wanted to look at something in particular. I hadn't even thought about this until right now. Um because there it is. 117-102. Okay, I wanted to look at something here. Because there were a couple things in this game that were actually quite similar. Okay, yes, I was right. Third quarter of that game against Dallas in November. November 6th, 33 to 17, Dallas. And the Magic had the lead. I remember this game now. Magic had the lead at the half. We were up 66 to 53. Is that mathing? 20, 47. Yeah, 66 to 53 at the half. And then Dallas goes on a 33 to 17 run in the four, in the third quarter, excuse me, uh, to take over that game. And they blew you out in the fourth. So here we are. December, January, but almost three months later. And they do the exact same thing tonight where they come out in the second half and they just, they, I mean, 35, 12 is just embarrassing. That's terrible. Horrible, horrible. And yet though, guys, I have to give credit to this team though, because they, they could have very easy rolled over there, but they came back. Made made it a, uh, obviously took the lead several times in the fourth quarter. Um, game got away with them, got away from them with that whole Derek Lively thing, and then a couple other possessions there down the stretch. But even when the Mavericks go up by six with I think 30, 35 seconds left, something like that, on that Derek Lively alley oop, they go up by six. Once again, the Magic very easily could have been like, okay. Good. Good, good effort, guys. Nice try. We'll get him next time. But no, they didn't. They stuck with it. Every single one of those possessions down the stretch, even though a lot of those possessions were throwaway possessions, where it's free throws and layup and free throws and layup, they stuck with it because then they they forced the turnover. They forced Tim Hardaway Jr. into the travel. And, and then that you, you still had chances down the stretch. Obviously, Dallas decides to, sh- to play the free throw game, which is so annoying. I hate that. I know it's part of the, it can be part of the game. It's legal. It's just annoying. Like it's no fun as a basketball fan to you know watch your team down three, not get a chance to tie the game up. And I think it's not fun for the other team too because if I'm a fan of Dallas, I want to see my guys go out there and play defense and shut them down, prevent the Magic from from taking a three or making a three. I don't know. It's annoying, but but it's fine. But again, credit to this team. And then even to the very end, Powell with a missed free throw. Franz with a heave. That, ugh, hits the rim. Can you imagine if that goes in? Be crazy. And I'll, I'll come back to chat after this. We've lost, well, a lot lately. But over this kind of weekend stretch, Friday, Sunday, Monday, we go one and two. On the three games and four nights. But you are a Joe Ingles three at the buzzer and a Franz Wagner three at the buzzer from being three and oh. You know, as bad as Friday was, which it was terrible, and as bad as the third quarter was tonight, it was terrible. 
you were still two made shots away from going 3-0. Take from that what you will. I'm not saying it's silver lining. I'm not saying it's a moral victory. It's not. But I think it's something. I think it's something. Oh, man. Uh, how? Thanks, Praise says, how does Moe's not challenge that Paolo play to tie the game? Are you talking about the, the Luca swipe, the same play? You can't challenge if there's not a call. If, if that's the play you're talking about, there wasn't a call, so you can't challenge it. It's not like you can challenge and say it, it was a foul. The only time you can challenge something is if a call is made. You know, So if they make the foul call, I know Dallas didn't have a challenge, but the only challenge that could be made there is Dallas could challenge whether it was a foul or not. You know, Does that make sense? So in that, if that's the same play that I'm that I'm thinking of that you're talking about, there wasn't a call made. It was just a made basket. You can't challenge that, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Oh goodness, guys. Yeah, this game was wild. This game was really crazy. Only Melo says refs suck, though. Yeah. Big facts. Big facts. Yeah, a lot of people talking about that drive. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a foul to me. But whatever. I'm Jovi says, at least the Heat lost. So now we're still tied for seventh. Yeah, the Heat are spiraling out of control. Seven in a row, longest losing streak in the league. Even longer than teams like Detroit and Washington, which Washington won tonight, I believe. If I saw that correctly earlier. Did I see that right? Let's see. Yep, they beat the Spurs. Huh. So yeah, longest losing streak in the league belongs to Miami. Which is good. Um, only Mel says, J.I. playing eight minutes is wild. We need to trade soon. I mean, yeah, the first half is right. The second half, I hope you're not talking about Jonathan Isaac. Maybe you're talking about trade something else, but we're not trading Jonathan Isaac if you watched him last night. That was great. Even tonight. I mean, not just last night. Tonight, the first half, he was great. He was great. Um... Janine says, man, such a frustrating loss. The Luka whistle, and if J.I.'s minutes were going to be limited, why use them all in the first half of the third quarter absolutely killed us? I do. I did wonder about that, Janine. Like, I wondered if, like, where's the line? Again, I mentioned at the top of the show, like, the fact that Jonathan Isaac played eight minutes is not Jamal Mosley's fault. I promise you guys that. Like, absolutely not. That That is, yeah. Jamal Mosley does not want to play Jonathan Isaac eight minutes, Okay. But I'm guessing that it was something, again, from that front office slash training staff that said, play him all in the first half. There's a chance they he said, we'll give you eight minutes. And you can, but at the same time, splitting up eight minutes, I mean, that's four minutes in the first half, four minutes in the second half. That's barely any time to like get going, I guess. I don't know. It's it's odd. It sucks. Like the whole minutes restriction thing sucks. Like we've, the good thing is we have to be close to being done with it. Because he played 22 minutes on Friday, 22 minutes last night, 8 minutes tonight. That means he's played 58 minutes of basketball over the last 4 nights. Which is leaps and bounds from where we were even just 2 weeks ago. So, I think we're almost there. I hope. I hope we're almost there. Diego says, pain, agony perhaps. Yeah. That's how I'm feeling. Um... J-Curve says, great fight, but a 12-point third quarter wins no games anywhere. Tighten up, fellas. You're right. However, the Magic won the other three quarters, you know? That's that's what sucks about this, is you played 
Good enough to win this game three out of four quarters, 36 minutes out of 48. But that 12-minute stretch in that third quarter was all the difference. All the difference. Um, Bo says, I missed the first three quarters. Did J.I. get injured? Why do you only play minutes? No, it was just a minute restriction. He's still coming back from all of those injuries. <laughs> um, and so it was just an eight-minute minutes restriction, unfortunately. We just got a super chat. Dennis, thank you for the super chat. Appreciate that, man. Always appreciate those of you that uh, that choose to uh, to support the show in that way. Always means a lot. So thank you, Dennis, for that that very kind super chat. All right, um, I need to. Um, we gotta we gotta we gotta fly through some of these here because um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I still the thing with that that Franz shot at the end, guys. Like. That thing kind of almost went in. Like, the fact that he even hit the rim is crazy. That was crazy. That was almost like a Jokic shot where he's falling out of bounds and like a turnaround, fall away, 35-footer or whatever it was, 30-footer. Oh, man. Oh, Steven, I haven't even mentioned this yet. It says that first half was beautiful. AB was putting on a show. Anthony Black, do something, man. 20 points, 404 from three. Sheesh. Crazy. That was fun. Uh, Shannon says the magic were hanging in there. The old magic would have folded. Exactly. Exactly. Would have folded at the end of the third quarter. Would have folded with 36 seconds or whatever it was remaining when Lively had that alley-oop to go up six. You got to give credit to that magic team again. I, I, I know the third quarter sucked, guys. Like, that was bad. I'm not sitting here saying we should give credit to the magic for all 48 minutes because that third quarter was terrible. Like, some of the worst basketball we've seen all season. But you got to give them credit for not giving up, you know? If, if there's something there, you, you just got to give them credit for that. Again, it's not like a it's not a moral victory thing. Like, we're, we're past those for, for most nights. I'm not sitting here saying, you know, there's there wasn't anything negative tonight or we shouldn't be negative. We should. Like, the third quarter was awful. But you got to give them credit for bouncing back at least. Um... Yeah, Lewis also says, at least my Miami lost. Yeah, yeah, Miami lost, which is huge, big time. Ryan says, great game, but so close. It was a good game. It was an entertaining game, that is for sure. Like, ton of shot making, which is always fun to watch. Um, Yeah, I think the Mavericks have some guys that are really annoying. Like, I like I was telling Jonathan and Luke in the group chat, like, I, I think throughout the season, like, oh, man, imagine if we get Luka. It'd be awesome to get Luka. You know, Jamal Mosley and Luca, they go way back to BFFs. How cool would it be to get Luca with Paolo and Franz? That'd be amazing. And then I sit down and watch Luca play basketball for 48 minutes. And as spellbinding and talented and incredible as he is, he is also really annoying. Like, painfully annoying. I don't know if I want to watch that for 82 games a season plus, you know? Like, he, some of the stuff he does is just not good for basketball. It's not just him. Like, Joel Embiid does this. Like the guys that are just foul baiting, it's just, it's horrible for the sport. He ends up with 21 free throws tonight. <gasps> 21 free throws. Like that is no fun. That is no fun. At least to me. Maybe I'm crazy. Like, yeah, obviously, if he came to Orlando, I'd be thrilled. I'm not saying that. But sometimes I'm just like, dude, that guy is annoying. Yeah, Joe says they called everything for Luca. Yeah, they did. Awful. 
Yeah, and Shannon says, Luca cries and then comes down the court and stabs you right in the heart. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, Dari says, ref missing that blatant foul on Paolo. Typical. Yep. There were a couple of those tonight. Matthew says, 28 free throws for the Magic, 43 for Dallas. That is just criminal. Yeah. That is how it goes against that team, unfortunately. Steven says, we led in every team stat tonight and still lost all because of the third quarter. That's what I'm saying, guys. Like, this team played well, except for the third quarter. Ascension, we haven't even talked about this. Make some moves already. Fultz out again. Yeah, Markel Fultz, another back-to-back missed. Man. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's hard. It's hard because... He played well last night, but you can't play well if you don't play, you know? Rough. Anthony says, when Paolo is named All-Star, we better better get the same calls. Yeah, bro. We're in Orlando, dude. It ain't happening. Didn't happen for Dwight. Uh, Nope, it's, it's just not a thing, man. It's not a thing. Shannon says, J.I. is a game changer. Yeah, let's look at his plus minus. He's probably had the team, yeah, team high, 15 plus minus in only 7.53. Plus 15 in less than eight minutes is wild, especially when you consider the next highest was, I mean, Paolo was plus three, Franz was plus three. Technically, Chumo was the next highest, plus five in nine minutes. But yeah, hmm. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Um, <laughs> Loser Jari says, we got to watch two games for the price of one tonight. Two completely different halves. You're, you're not wrong about that. Not wrong about that. I've seen a couple of you guys talking about this this um, four points plus possession pay play. I talked about this earlier. I'll mention it again because I know some of you joined a little bit later. I know it sucks, but it was the right call. 
Like, well, I should back up. I don't know if the Wendell flagrant was the right call, but I'm saying once they determine it's a flagrant, it's it's the right thing because Cole got called for personal personal foul first, and they were in the bonus. That's two free throw free throws. After the whistle was blown for the personal foul is when Wendell made contact with Derek Liley's face, which they call a flagrant. And so because it happened after the personal foul, which was two free throws because they're in the bonus, you had a flagrant, which is two free throws, and the ball, that becomes, they combine all that, four free throws plus the ball. It sucked. It was a big moment. But it was right. Now, was the Wendell flagrant the right call? I don't know. Like, yeah, it sucks. He's bleeding. It obviously hurt. I feel bad for Derek Lively. But Wendell Carter Jr. did not mean to do that. Like, it's just totally and completely accidental. And I know that's part of the NBA today. If a guy gets hit in the face, especially if he starts bleeding, they're going to call it a flagrant. So you knew that call was coming. But is it the right call? I don't know, man. Is that a flagrant foul? <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. But um, how did I do that? Weird. Anyway, uh, let's see. Okay, we're at twenty three minutes already. All right. Um, I'm gonna keep looking at some of these some of these uh chats here because I don't even know if I want to. I, I mean, I guess we'll look at the box score. There there is some cool stuff to look at the box score tonight. So we will. Um. Yeah, Everett Martell says, Embiid. What was the? Are you trying to say? You might have tried to say Luca and B Trey and other players need to stop uh, with the free throw baiting. The NBA makes it impossible to play defense. So I'm saying those guys, especially man, it's just painful to watch. Painful to watch. Jacob C says defense is non-existent in today's NBA. Sorta, like it's hard to play defense in this league right now. But when you get it going, you get it. Like the defense locks in. You're feeling it like last night. I mean, you're right. For the most part, defense is non-existent in the NBA, but last night the Orlando Magic had one of the best defensive performances in that fourth quarter you will see in the entire league all season long. That was elite. And they were able to take care of business. But yes, by and large, for the most part, you're exactly right. <laughs> Which also is why that fourth quarter is so crazy. Like That's why that fourth quarter was so impressive because that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen anymore. Oh, goodness. Okay. Um, Sean says, Kevin, the rotations are your fault. <laughs> yeah. All me. All me. Um, PD says, resting a healthy, dominant player for no reason is inexplicable. If this injury management thing worked, why do we have a laundry list of players? I assume you're saying players that are injured or on the injury list or rehabbing or whatever. Yeah. I guys like it, at this point. Well, not even at this point. It's been this point for years. But like that is the most frustrating thing about the Orlando Magic. It is also the most limiting thing about the Orlando Magic. You cannot convince me. You cannot sit here and tell me that if Jonathan Isaac even plays eight more minutes in the second half, I'm not saying go out there and play 35 minutes tonight, Jonathan Isaac. I'm not saying that. But if he can play another eight minutes in the second half, you cannot tell me that we do not win this game. No shot. No shot. And that's what makes it so frustrating. But if I've said it once on this show, I'll say it a million freaking times. And it is this. This better be worth it. 
in April in the playoffs. Like, if all of this leads to Jonathan Isaac being able to play 20, 25 minutes a game, heaven forbid, maybe a 30-minute game in the playoffs, all of this will be worth it. This will all be worth it. I know it sucks. It sucks. And again, it's the difference between a win and a loss in a game like tonight. I genuinely believe that. But if that happens, it will all be worth it. Because Jonathan Isaac is built. Built for the playoffs. We got a super chat. From either Jesus or Jesus. Says, I'm drained on injury. Oh, right on cue. I'm drained on injury management. Please make changes. First off, thank you for that super chat. Always, always appreciate super chats. And it says, please make changes. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I, I'm with you. Like, it's it's the most frustrating thing about being an Orlando Magic fan. It has been for a long time. Um. Anyway, whatever. All right. Um. Let's, I'm just, guys, there's a, there's a lot happening in the chat right now. Um, I kind of want to look, let's look at this box score, guys, because there's, there is, there are several talking points here and we'll come back to chat in a second, but there's, there's a lot to talk about here. We've already talked about it several times. Jonathan Isaac plays seven minutes, 53 seconds tonight. It sucks. Cause I mean, yeah, his stat sheet doesn't, you know, jump out at you, but he was a difference maker tonight. Obviously difference maker last night. Um, only ends up with two points, but man, would have loved to have him in that third quarter. Paolo was awesome. Man, Paolo was so good tonight. And it's funny because it felt like a pretty quiet 36 to me. Like some of others, Paolo's other like 35 plus point games were very loud. Like, oh yeah, Paolo's got 35 or 42 or 43, whatever he had. Tonight, the 36 was like, it was just consistent. It was just solid, consistent. Ends up going 13 of 25 from the field, four of eight from three. You'll love to see that. Free throws, six of 11. If you had to pick one thing about his game tonight to pick apart, yeah, it'd be that, obviously. But nine boards, seven assists, two steals, three turnovers in basically 39 minutes. That is incredible from a 21 year old. Sometimes I have to remind myself of that. And you might be in the boat, in the same boat. 21 years old. Near triple double, 36, 9, and 7 on 52% shooting from the field and 50% from, from three with only three turnovers. That is crazy. That is that is just like crazy, guys. Like we I'm we are just we are genuinely blessed to have this man in Orlando Magic uniform. And I hope all Magic fans never, ever, ever take that for granted. Even on a night like tonight, that sucks. Like that third quarter sucked, losing this game sucks. I hope we never, ever, ever take for granted what we have in Paolo Bancaro. So grateful. Sorry to get a little sappy there. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. tonight, nine points, two of seven from the field. Um, one of four from three, four of five from the free throw line. He had eight boards as well, two assists. Uh, turnover and did foul out there late in the fourth quarter or midway through the fourth quarter, whenever that was. Uh, Franz? Uh you know, maybe start a little bit slow, but down the stretch, fourth quarter, France was definitely alive and well. 21 points for him, 8 of 16 from the field, 3 of 6 from 3, 2 of 3 from the free throw line, 5 boards, 6 assists, a steal. That's, that's a good Franz night. Franz, Paolo combined for 57 points. They combined for 7 of 14 from the three three-point line. I mean, that's 
You're going to win most games when you see that from those guys. You really are. Jalen Suggs tonight, again, he's just he's just shooting the basketball so well this season. Four of eight from the field, three of six from three. Ends up with two boards, an assist, three steals, and 11 points. Love that. But Anthony Black, we already talked about him a little bit, man, but Anthony Black, 20 points. Seven of nine from the field, including four of four from three. He couldn't miss. Two of two from the free throw line. Three boards, an assist, a block. Only one turnover in 30 minutes. What a homecoming for Anthony Black. You love to see that from the rookie. We got another super chat. Jesus says, if we're going to be patient, AB needs more minutes. I mean, he played 30 minutes tonight. I don't know. I mean, that's a lot of minutes. That's the third most behind Paolo and Franz. So maybe on a more consistent basis, I would agree. But tonight, I mean, 30 minutes on a second night of back-to-back. That's that is no not, nothing to nothing to sneeze at. Uh, then you had Joe Ingles hit a big three, um, but that was it from him. Four or sorry, three boards, no assists for Joe Ingles. That is very rare. There wasn't a whole lot of that pick and roll action tonight between Joe and Mo Wagner, like we like to see from time to time. Uh, only played 15 minutes as well. Then you do have Mo Wagner, who was uh, 7-12 from the field, 2-4 from 3, and 16 points, 3 boards, and assists to seal. I thought Mo was good tonight. Mo was pretty good. Then you had Cole. Cole, guys. I... Cole was really good in a lot of areas tonight, kind of like last night. He ends up with 11 points, 2-4 from the field, 0-1 from 3, made all 7 of his free throws, 2 boards, 9 assists. The dude was Carving up the defenses. So you get you'll take that. It's just still a little strange because it's not Cole, you know? Like offensively, Cole is just not the same. To start the season, Cole was a spark off the bench, coming in scoring 15-20 plus relatively consistently and efficiently as well. But he's just hit a cold streak where he's not scoring the basketball like he was. But fortunately, just like last night, tonight, he finds other ways to get involved. And so Happy with what we saw from Cole tonight. Uh, Chuma came in, gave you nine minutes, just a little bit of a little bit of a breather for some of the other guys. Kind of took the Jonathan Isaac minutes, I guess, if if I'm not mistaken there. Uh, but anyway, that's that's the team box or the, the the Magic's box score here. We got another super chat. Jesus, come on, man, you're on fire. He says more consistent minutes. Trade Fultz, Wendell Carter Jr. Take my money, Kev. You know, I appreciate that. Appreciate. Yet another super chat. And he said, um, trade Fultz, Window Carter Jr. I mean, a week ago, I think the whole fan base wanted to do that, you know? Two weeks ago, whatever it's been. Um, I think there are plenty that might still be interested in doing that. I really just don't know what's going to happen. It's hard to believe, guys. We are, what, 10 days now from the trade deadline? That's crazy. It's like any day now, something can happen. Quickly looking at some of the Dallas Mavericks stuff. I mean, obviously, Luka, 45. I don't want to talk about him. The Tim Hardaway stuff, though, gross. Gross. That guy really got under my skin tonight. Really annoyed me. 36 for him, 5 of 9 from 3. Also had 8 boards. Gross. All right, I'm done looking at them. <laughs> uh, here's some of the, the uh, team stats here. Obviously, Magic, like we talked about, won 3 out of the 4. Quarters, which you'd love to see, but that third quarter was a disaster. Orlando outscored in the paint by Dallas tonight, 48-44. Uh, obviously, Magic bench points. I mean, they they were terrific tonight, 50 points for them. Only 11 turnovers for the Magic. You'll take that. 
That's, I mean, and you end up getting 24 points off of 15 Dallas turnovers. That's great, too. That's great, too. Um, so as far as the shooting numbers go, wow, I didn't realize Dallas ended up shooting 62% from the field for the game. That is nuts. That is gross, too. Wow. So they shoot 62% from the game and get 43 free throws. Gee, I wonder how you won a basketball game. Maybe get a little bit of that. All right, Magic shoot the ball well the night on the night. 51% from the field, 47% from three. Wow. Um, but you get 11 fewer points at the line. Uh, that's pretty much the difference. Uh, you do get 12 offensive rebounds tonight. Wow, I didn't realize it was that many. Really good. Uh, Wendell had a bunch. Mo had a couple. Good stuff from them. Even on, wow, a lot of these stats are really even, which, I, you know, makes sense when you look at the score. But, man, free throws, rough. Um, We'll look at some more stats here in a second. Well, actually, we'll look at uh, some other scores around the league, and there are several that impact the Magic tonight. But before we talk any further about all that good stuff, do want to remind you that this show is brought to you by Rockham, the world's largest sock store, and they're located in Orlando. Isn't that cool? Uh, they sell socks and underwear of some of your favorite teams, including the Orlando Magic. So definitely check them out at rockham.com. And when you do, please use that code MAGIC20, which will get you 20% off of your order at rockham.com. Um, <laughs> yeah, Cameron says the best availability an NBA player can have is availability. Yep, you are not wrong, which is why stuff like this is kind of frustrating. Kind of frustrating. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nesto, this is this is so right. This is I mean, this is everything right here. He says, can't build chemistry when the lineups change so much. Yeah. It is the magic's weakness, I guess, right now, and has been for years are these injuries. And then recovery from injuries. You know, in the past has just been straight up injuries. You know, Jonathan Isaac out for a long time. Fultz out for a long time. Wendell earlier in the season was out for a long time. Like over the years, these injuries have really stacked up. What is becoming an issue this season is like this whole like ramping guys back up and they're playing these totally random minutes. They're playing these random nights. It's it's rough. I feel bad for Jamal Mosley. And that that's that's I get kind of defensive for Jamal Mosley on this show because we get some people in the chat that say it's Jamal Mosley's fault. It's not. Like, sure, you can you can you know critique him for his play calling. You can critique him for de- defensive schemes or whatever. When it comes to players that are available and and rotations, you, how can you be how can you be mad at Jamal Mosley? I, I that's the stuff I don't understand. Because he's got a different set of guys available every night. He's got a different minutes restrictions for guys every night. Now, it'd be one thing if we had a fully healthy roster and there was some rotation that you or I didn't agree with. That's different. But like right now, it's just it's it's so weird. I, I feel so bad for him, but that's the that's the hand he's being dealt every single night. And until we get guys a hundred percent back where there's no restrictions and he can just pick and choose who he wants whenever he wants, based on matchups or you know, moments or Momentum or whatever it is, that's when we can really judge or critique or criticize Jamal Mosley. That's how I feel. Maybe I'm off on that. You guys can tell me, but that's how I feel. It's just, it's rough. Rough. 
Uh, Everett says, Magic basketball is depressing. I can't stand losing all these close games. I'd rather get blown out in some of these losses so I don't waste my time to watch a heartbreak. Tonight was kind of one of those nights where I came into it expecting a blowout. And then you get your hopes up down the stretch. And even in, even in the closing seconds, you get your hopes up. Even when Franz has that heave at the basket, you get your hopes up and then, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's look at um, let's look at the other scores around the league because there are several that impact this team. Magic lose to Dallas, blah blah blah. We know that. Wow, the Sixers. I hadn't seen this yet. They are getting whooped in Portland, but down by seventeen with just under eleven to go. Knicks win again. Obviously, they beat the Hornets. Most people are beating the Hornets these days. Cavs beat the Clippers. That is a shocker. Clippers are one of the hottest teams in basketball. They are rolling, and the Cavs beat them. I did not expect that. I thought I thought for sure the Clippers would win that. Celtics beat the Pelicans. The Nets, look at that. They win by 33 over Utah. But this is the good one for the Magic. The Suns beat the Heat. Let's go. Let's go. Love to see that. Um, we mentioned this earlier, but the Heat have now lost seven in a row. Worst uh Longest losing streak in the league right now. Rocks beat the Lakers. Kings beat the Grizzlies. And the showdown out west. Timberwolves beat the Thunder. The Wizards get their ninth win of the season over the San Antonio Spurs. And the Nuggets beat the Bucks in Denver. I do want to look ahead to tomorrow's games. Just because there's this one. Indiana plays in Boston. Surely. Surely. The Pacers are not going to win that game. Right, guys? Right, guys? Please? Knicks play the Jazz as well. Uh, Raptors, Bulls, and Sixers, Warriors. So, interesting run of games tomorrow in the NBA, especially in the Eastern Conference for the Orlando Magic. I'm going to refresh the standings here. We're going to take a look, and we are once again tied with the Miami Heat at 24 and 23. The Magic still finding a way to stay above 500. Finding a way. Um, Yeah, even with Miami Heat, three games back of the Pacers at this point, I said it on last night, but it it feels like four and five is out of the question. Feels like it's it's out of reach. Knicks and Cavs are rolling. They're playing great basketball. Both teams. Um, it just feels like you're not going to be able to catch up, uh, make up six games, especially the four seed. I think the four seed for sure. Uh, I don't think you're going to catch up to both of those teams. Maybe one of them slips and you can catch up to them. But I think right now the ceiling for this team is the six seed, and so I'm really really keeping an eye on the Pacers. Right now, because I definitely think you can pass Miami. Indy is the interesting one because they're they're getting Tyrese Halliburton back. They've got the new addition in Pascal Siakam. How will they gel together? We'll see. We will see. All right, guys, before we go tonight, man, nice, nice little long show tonight. I do want to talk about the next game, which is Wednesday. Okay. Wednesday, the Orlando Magic go to San Antonio and play the Spurs. We've had several games this year. Hold on. Before I get into this, there's another Super Chat. We always got to interrupt for Super Chats. It's Jesus again, or Jesus again. says, Martin's 2030 chip, promise, looking accurate, tiring. Look, guys. If if I was promised a title by 2030, I would take it. I would take it. I would love that. That's not that far away anymore, you know? And honestly, given the roster and the trajectory of it, 
again, considering Powell or Franz and Powell are 22 and 21 right now. 2030 might be the year. I don't know, but I'd take it. Okay. I got to talk about Wednesday's game and we got to go get out of here because after midnight. Wednesday, the Orlando Magic play in San Antonio. We have had several games this year where I've sat here on the show and said, you have to win that one. Excuse me. This is one of those. Okay. The San Antonio Spurs have won 10 games this season. 10. They lost tonight to the Washington Wizards, who I think are actually worse than the Pistons. I genuinely believe that Washington is terrible. The Orlando Magic have to win in San Antonio on Wednesday. You have to do it. Not just because it's important for the standings and it's important for the team, but this fan base is going to lose their minds if we lose on Wednesday in San Antonio. So please, for the love of all good things, let's win in San Antonio on Wednesday. Let's beat the Spurs. Please, can we do that? Please. I believe, I believe in the Orlando Magic. I believe we can beat the Spurs on Wednesday. Chat, what do you say? Can we do it? Can we beat the Spurs on Wednesday? We gotta do it. Come on. We have to. Oh, goodness, guys. Um, Yeah, I think it's gonna do it for us tonight, guys. Uh, what a what a roller coaster. That was ups and downs, all kinds of good stuff. Yeah, Jacob says, please not another Memphis situation. Yeah, you're not wrong about that. Got to find a way to win on Wednesday. But regardless, we'll be here after the game Wednesday. Win, loss, doesn't matter. We'll be right back here for another episode of the Six Man Show postgame live. Thank you all for joining us. Hit the like button. Subscribe for new around here. But until Wednesday, you guys have a great Tuesday and Wednesday. And we'll see you then. Let's go Magic. is in the air at Littleton Coin Company and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.